Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Bregman would like to get him to scamper home. Two on, two out. Tenth inning. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Throw by Heathier. Astros win it. A deep dive on baseball. Wade Boggs is a Hall of Fame third baseman. The man's a legend. And much more. He drank 50 beers on a cross-country flight and then absolutely destroyed the Seattle Mariners the next day, okay? <laughs> the number of beers is actually highly disputed. Some say 50, some said as many as 70 beers. Which is an absolutely insane amount of beer. Nobody can drink that much. Not with an attitude like that. Now here are your hosts for the Hot Corner, Patrick Harris. The seven-foot kid that strokes it with the acne on his back. Then Mike Lynch. Excuse me, he looks really hot. On 1080 The Fan. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the intercontinental. Welcome in to the Hot Corner. Or it must be a Wednesday, but it's not just your ordinary Wednesday. Nice, safe. It's not just your ordinary Wednesday. Uh, I am stuck in a cave right now with some peeps that like the uh, white with the black stripes, but they're those little tiny stripes. They're called pinstripes, Patrick. They're, no, 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 no. They're like these little tiny ones. Yeah, they're called pinstripes. Uh, there's got to be a better term than that. I'm going to go with... <laughs> Tiny, obnoxious, all right, all right, hardly troll. seen stripes. All right, troll. No, I'm not really. You've been troll. trolling for the last hour. I'm not sure I appreciate it, although I respect. That's it. not true. I hate Jonathan Lucroy. Yeah, that is true. You yeah. have been lo- you have been loading a lot of stuff onto Jonathan Lucroy's yeah, plate. Yeah, that here. guy sucks. He's a DB, right? We all know DBs. Defensive backs. <laughs> There's a guy I work with. Everybody calls him DB because his name starts. First name starts with D. Last name starts with B. He's not a DB. Okay. So I, so far, I'm pretty... I knew this game wouldn't be over by the mm-hmm. time the show started, mm-hmm. but... Oh, but boy, are you so happy. Oh, how uh, you like that? How you like that, Mike? Huh? It's because I started talking. Huh? Because you started talking, Chris Davis goes deep, and guess what? It's a two-run dinger, and it's 6-2 Yankees. Yes. Just be glad Batanz is already through. Otherwise, this would be a bad idea. Well, I told you Britain's and, been pitching badly. And Brian Cashman's on the phone right now to the bullpen to try to figure out what we're going to do next. Right? Nope. Not going to warrant it with a response. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Welcome in to the hot corner as we are in wild card baseball today. Uh, as you saw yesterday... The Rockies beat the Cubs in a wild game. We'll get to that later today. But right now, we are in the middle of the American League wildcard game as we're in the top of the eighth, and the Yankees lead the A's 6-2. to two. 
And the Yankees have dominated this game so far until Chris Davis just hit a two-run dinger. And now Mike has decided that the sky is falling. I have not. Uh, I don't know. It's six to two. Look, the sky is not falling yet. Everything's okay. Look, another ground out. As long as Luke Voigt catches it, which he will. Look, we're fine. Okay. It's the eighth inning. Chapman's going to come into the ninth. Everything's going to be fine. You think I'm a troll? I'm not that big of a troll. Mm. I promise you. You've been pretty big this year. I just like baseball. And you don't like the Yankees. I I like the Yankees just fine. I think they have one of the best bullpens in the American League. Uh, I'm a little iffy on their starters, but I think they got good guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I love their hitting because there's no way you can't not like their hitting. Okay. I just wish they had a manager. That's all. That's the only thing I've been constant on this show about, Mike. The only thing is, is Brian Cashman, skip the booth, just put on the stripes and sit in the bullpen. And just sit manage. The, sit in the bullpen. Well, because that's where they need it. You don't need it in the on bat. Like, just sit in the bullpen and say, okay, this guy's up next, and then uh, that okay. guy's up next. And See, here's the thing. For those who have not listened to the show for the entirety of the year, when Aaron Boone was hired, the report was, was that Brian Cashman wanted somebody who'd be more willing to listen to the analytics department. Slash him. Correct. Uh, which Joe Girardi did not do. And since that report came out... All Patrick has done the entire year has anytime he texts me about the Yankees, he goes, Hey, what's Brian Cashman going to do here in this inning? Even though Aaron Boone is the manager. All right. Well, if the Yankees don't get to game seven of the American league championship series, then I choose Joe Girardi. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. I'm not listening to analytics and I'm five outs away from going to the world series. That's okay. Joe Girardi. No, that is true. He and had a great year last year, but the players apparently didn't like him very much. Okay, well, these snowflakes could use a little gut check. <laughs> hey, anyway, they anyway. had a better season this year. So. Anyway, we're playoff baseball right now. How great is this? Is not October the greatest month of the year? Yesterday was awesome. I wa- what are you I- talking about? The last th- two days have been amazing. Well, true, but I- I'm talking about the playoffs starting. Yes, Monday was amazing with the two-game 163s. But- Monday counted as playoffs. Those guys played like it was playoffs. Right, but it wasn't playoffs because all four teams were in. But it, it, it is Stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. Let me just finish the point. Is Yesterday, is my fir- it was my first moment realizing that the playoffs were back because I was watching the game here, right? I didn't have a dog in the fight, and I was just watching it, enjoying it. I went home, and... My wife's out of town this week, so I got the whole house to myself. Open a little bourbon, give myself a, a little bourbon on ice. Hey, baby. And I sit on the couch, and I watched every single pitch of that game into extra innings until the Rockies won it. And I went there. I was sitting there, and I went, I am so content right now because playoff baseball is back. Yeah. I was home. It was late. I was awake. And I didn't care that it was low scoring, and I didn't care that it was going to the 15th inning or what, 14th inning, and I just was happy. And in that moment, I went, "Okay, I'm ready for tomorrow." You got to, you, you just put a big smile on my face. And I'm I about w- to cry. <laughs> and I I'm was so ready. Happy. I was ready for today. I was very stressed, but I was ready for today. And uh, it's been enjoyable so far. Luckily, well, you, you should be glad you get to watch your team play today. I have to wait till Friday. I know. I've been waiting till Friday since Sunday. You've been waiting till Friday since like July. Let's that's, be honest. That's true. You had no resistance in the AL Central at all. What are you mad? I'm not mad. Win a division. Look, if we win this game, I'm not mad. Well, yeah, but you had to play this game. So, some more of, momentum. Some of us just, you know, take care of business. Yeah. Some of you guys have no urgency at all right now, so you're probably going to lose to the Astros. Stop it. <laughs>
Just got to throw it right back at you a little Just bit. Just stop it. <laughs> uh, we'll keep we'll keep you guys uh, informed on the American League wildcard game as the Yankees do lead 6-2. What are we going, top of nine? Bottom eight. Bottom eight? So yes. we're going bottom eight right now. Yankees lead 6-2 uh, over the Oakland Athletics. Uh, who have decided to throw no starters and just bullpen, which we might get to in a little bit. Yeah, we got to talk about that because the Brewers are going to do a bullpen day tomorrow, too, for the game one. They are? Did you see that? Yep. Oh, there goes my choice for the World Series. Because they don't have good starting pitchers. Nobody has good starting pitchers except for the Astros and the Indians. And why do we have to play each other in the first round? This is dumb. <laughs> this is super dumb. All oh, the nerves are coming out now. No, it's not the nerves. I'm just I just don't understand why the only teams with actual starting pitchers have to play each other. Because that's how the seeding happened. Well, okay, because the Red Sox have starting pitchers. <laughs> Good luck on that one. I hope you're right. <laughs> I, it, it's not a matter of hope. It's I just watch the game. I hope you're right. I just see things. Very much so. Yeah. Oakley Dougley. Now well, you're making me happy and yeah, excited. Yeah, I figured. Uh, Oakley Dougley. Well, we got a we got a great show ahead. This is a, some of our favorite time of the year as it is October for this is a baseball show. So we do like to do this. We'll keep you updated in the Yankee game, Yankee athletics game. I don't want to sound biased just by looking at the two of you. <laughs> yeah, there is another person in here. Yeah, Morgan sitting in here, fellow Yankee fan at the office. Gross. She came back from class and was like you know i'm not gonna go home. i'm just gonna watch the game here i was like all right more than merrier let's go hey, 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 hey. all right we'll keep you updated in the uh oakland <laughs> athletics new york yankees uh american league wild card game uh and then uh we got a ton of stuff we're gonna kind of do this off the seat of the pants uh we are still gonna get to fair or foul at the uh at 9 30 as we always do we have story time with uncle patrick at 8 45 we've got a great playoff story for you one of the best world series moments ever i'm really excited to get into that I learned some interesting things uh, that most people probably don't know that kind of culminated from that, so that'll be fun. Uh, but throughout the night, we're doing playoffs. We'll do some previews. We'll look at matchups. We'll kind of, I don't know, maybe we'll make predictions about how we see this whole thing shake out. You can find us on Twitter. Mike is at Mike Lynch 27 You can find our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. You can find me at, uh, what, Instagram? Yeah, why not? PDD085. Uh, that let, and then you can also text in on the Better You Today text line 55305. That lets you interact with us throughout the entire show. I think Aaron Judge just missed Stanton. a home run. It was Stanton. Stanton? Oh, he hit it. Oh, he hit it? They're going to give that to him? Giancarlo with a solo home run to put the Yankees up. Why is Trinan still in at 41 pitches? I don't know why Trinan's in because the A's don't care. Because they're going to make, I don't know. I quit. <laughs> Team's still in the playoffs. Relax. I'm out of here. I just don't like tonight. I wanted a better game. Last night was good. We're going to have to talk about last night's game, too. We'll do all that kind of stuff next. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 817 here on The Fan. This is the Hot Corner. Harris Lynch, fish behind the glass. Morgan joining us. She's quiet. Don't worry about her. She did show me the Giancarlo home run because I was tweeting. So that was it was beneficial to have her in the studio. She tapped me like, hey, hey, pay attention. 
<laughs> kids these days. I can't handle this stuff. Kids these days? No. <laughs> no. I will not acknowledge that. Okay. Uh, we are playoff edition. I feel like this hot corner after dark is going to go off the rails really quickly. Well, no, so. no, 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 no. Once the game is over, I will be able to focus again. But all of my words that are coming out of my mouth, if I can quote Chris Tucker, are with my eyes glued to the TV screen. So my distraction level is at 100%. So if your distraction level is at 100%, should we talk about this game instead no. of trying to talk about other things? You're like, let's talk about the Cubs game. And I'm like, oh, that sounds great. Except for you're like, I can't do anything but watch this baseball game. That's over, clearly. Well, it's not over. Stop jinxing. Knock on wood. This game's over. And... <laughs> I hope Chapman comes in right now. He might get him some work. He's been hurt in part of the month of September. Is that Mike Fires? That is Mike Fires. Sitting next to the other five starters. Maybe they should have started him. He's been their best starter. Maybe they should have started a starter. I don't know. Whoa. Weird. <laughs> hey, we can talk about this game if you want. I don't mind. I don't know. You're the guy that's like, I can't concentrate on anything. Hey, you lead and I will I'm follow. The, I'm the after dark guy, man. You lead and I will You're follow. You're the one trying to pull us back into things. Well, right now, you're going to have to switch roles. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Welcome to the hot corner with Lynch and Harris. <laughs> no, don't switch roles like that. Stop. Sorry, what? Do you have something to say? Don't switch you roles like question? that. Oh, come on. See, at least I talk when you ask me a question. <laughs> Beers on us podcast Thursdays, 4, a, 4 p.m. <laughs> Not a.m. <laughs> now working on iTunes again. <laughs> oh, yay. Uh, so here we sit. This has been kind of fun. Let, let's just kind of like talk about our day. Okay, you want so to like, un we've been, unveil the curtain here a little bit? Yeah, we've been chatting about our day. And uh, I had to bounce around town this evening. Uh, I went to work. I had to roll to the old Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee, as we like to say. And uh, did a little bit of work. Game started. Jumped in the car. Heard old, you know, Book Shambi on the uh, on the call talking about the game. Right before I left, somebody was like, hey, Aaron Judge is at the dish. You should probably watch this. And I was like, what's he going to do, strike out? That guy kind of sucks. And then he went yard. Yeah. And it was 2-0. And I, I'll tell you what. I know it's the playoffs. You texted me immediately. I know it's the playoffs. Were you driving? That was dangerous. I was not driving. I was stopped at a red light. <laughs> uh, I know it's the playoffs. When you can see a camera shot in the stands, mostly of the outfield of Yankee Stadium, and see people absolutely losing their mind, that's when I know it's playoffs. Do you, and th this is going to come across as completely biased, and I apologize, I'm not meaning it this way. Do you feel like the playoff atmosphere at Yankee Stadium is unrivaled in Major League Baseball? I agree. Yes, yes, without okay. a doubt. Um, because cause you say that, because especially now at the new stadium, mm -hmm. the atmosphere there kind of sucks during the regular season. There's a lot of empty seats. They're way too expensive. You know, New Yorkers leave work late, and they they don't show up to the games. It's like Dodgers fans. Like, they show up late. But in Or the Miami Heat fans. Right, or Miami Heat fans, or Miami fans in general. But in the playoffs, the seats are full from pitch one, and the energy is absolutely insane. And I, I've watched the playoffs every year. I watch every series every year. And I don't feel like I get the same level of energy that I do when it's a Yankee game. 
Yeah, you, but I, it sounds biased because I'm a fan. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And I'm not a fan, so you know, just just hear me out on this. You asked, is you kind of touched on this? Is it the same because of different stadiums? Like I remember as a kid, '96, '98, '99, 2000, 2001, '03, '04, watching like serious playoff matchups, and you could look into the stands and just see people losing their absolute minds when the Yankees would do something great. And what's weird is, is despite it being a new stadium, and I don't know if it's because it's kind of built the same way as as old school Yankee Stadium, I still see it. When Aaron Judge hit that home run, the camera cut to right field, and people were losing their mind. Losing their mind. This is a wild card game. This is not game seven of the World Series. This is like... These people are losing their mind like Jeter just hit a walk-off home run in game six of the 0-1 mm. series. Well, see how you know what I mean? I see what you're doing. You're teeing yeah. me up for what I said in the break before. It was it was because nuts. Because here's the thing, and you can bash me for this all you want. Aaron Judge is the next Derek Jeter for Yankee fans. Oh, my God. He is the— Are we really doing this? I'm not lying. Derek Jeter will never be surpassed in that level, right? Derek Jeter will go down as— not the greatest Yankee of all time, but probably the most beloved Yankee of all time, right? Easily. Easily. And Aaron Judge will not pass that, most likely. Derek Jeter is a top seven, eight Yankee of all time. It's hilarious you say that. Um, uh, do you want me to name him off? No, 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 no. It's it's hilarious because you're right. I'm just <laughs> okay, saying it's funny. Okay. But the what I'm saying is Aaron Judge right now is the most beloved Yankee, bar none. The only one who comes close to it is probably Didi Gregorius, but it's Aaron Judge and then a huge gulf and then Didi and and uh, I don't know, maybe Gardner still because he's been know. there for so long. If, if I were a Yankee and, fan, I would pray to the church of Brian Cashman, but that's just me. And when the guy who last year as a rookie came up and was amazing, led the team from a, a season that was supposed to be bad and led them to the playoffs and led them to within one game of the World Series. And let's not pretend that Aaron Judge didn't have a massive impact through the entirety of the playoffs. He had big hit after big hit. He had multiple great fielding plays. He is currently the next Derek Jeter for the Yankees. He will not pass or, or rise to the same level of Jeter. I can almost guarantee it. The lore for him is insane, although the Yankees might be going to the playoffs many years in a row here for, for a while. But that's that's why the reaction was that intense. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I also just think, like, playoff baseball in the stands of Yankee Stadium, old or new, I just think these yahoos slash a-holes that are New Yorkers, this is when they come out to play. Yep. This is when they show up. You know, you like you because said, it's expected. New Yankee Stadium, this kind of season, nobody's really showing up. You see some stuff, blah, 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 blah. But in this, you get the common folk. No offense, because I'm a common folk. Uh, you get those guys out in right field, left field, center field, and frankly, you get, you get the wealthy folk to pay the money for the behind the the home the wealthy seats. folks sit behind the seat. I'm looking at Marlins man right there who was at the game last night in Chicago. By the way, I you hate knew he that would man. Be there. Of course, he'd be there. That was a good game you saw, which we'll do in like ten minutes or so. Uh, but uh, you get you get you get the New Yorkers. You get those kids that live in Brooklyn. Those kids that are in Queens. Those kids that are in the Bronx. Well, and, here, that, and here's that the grew thing: up diehard Yankee fans. They're in the outfield, and when they when Aaron Judge hits that home run and they cut to right field, 
those are those people getting nuts. Well, and here's the thing. I like it. Yankee, I like it a lot. Yankee fans Uh-oh. expect to be in the playoffs. It is an expectation. They do not. You guys are like millennials. They don't accept you failure. You expect so much. Well, true. They don't They don't accept failure. They don't. My, my team was in the World Series two years ago, and we don't expect anything. <laughs> well. We're just happy to be here. I'm sorry to say that, but there's a difference between being an Indians and a Yankees fan. Oh, right. Oh, here but we that's go. What I'm saying. Here we go. What I'm the saying stature, is. The stature, the O's, the, the, the holier-than-thou Yankees. Yes. Con, con, continue to think me as a terrible Yankee fan. I no, understand. I know. You guys are holier-than-thou. I get it. But. It's really, really. I don't mean that in sarcasm. No, no, way. I know. You guys are great. The always happen. <laughs> now I feel like it was doubly sarcastic. No, not at all. You the, guys have like three of the top five greatest players of all time. Yankees fans expect World Series or bust every year. A lot right. of fans hate Yankee fans for that. I understand why, but right. that's why they're all here for this game and every playoff game because this is when the season truly starts for most Yankee fans. Do you remember, Mike, that you were? This was like a week ago on yeah. this show. You were so stressed about this game. Yeah, I was up until like, the first inning. If Actually, we, I was until the fifth inning. If we lose this game, Thank I'm going to be so devastated. And yeah. I'm like 27 titles. You're like, that doesn't matter. And I'm like, okay, my team hasn't won since 48. <laughs> but it's I, true. I watched a rain delay destroy my team's chance. Patrick, it's true, though. The, the expectations are so different. If they had lost this game, I would have been devastated. And they still can because Chapman gave up a base runner and he doesn't have any outs yet. But Quote, if, devastated. If they lose this game, I would be devastated. You should watch Rajai Davis hit a home run and then a rain delay and then lose in game seven. That's I, I did watch that, but I didn't have a dog in the fight. But That's I understand. Devastation. I understand your woes. That's devastation. And you should watch Luis Gonzalez hit a bloop single off of the greatest closer of all time in game seven of a World Series that you came back in. And then you won eight years later. It's a long time to wait. You lost the year before. And in between. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> Slash love you. Thank you. Is Chris Davis good? No. He is a great power hitter. Is he good? I almost said no, and I was like, no, he is good. Yeah. The crazy stat is he said 247 the last four years straight. Yeah. Did that, you see that? Yeah, that's coincidence. That's crazy. Isn't it ironic? Thanks yeah, I really us. do think. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that. We'll keep you updated. There's a runner on first. There are no outs. A's at the plate in the top of the ninth in this wild card game. Yankees lead 7-2. When we come back, there was a hell of a game last night that uh, we could probably talk about for the next five hours, but we'll try to squeeze it into 15 minutes. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. whoop the frickin do Sorry, that's what Joe told me. The Yankees do defeat the Oakland Athletics slash Portland Athletics 7-2 to advance to the American League Divisional Series where they will face the Boston Red Sox. Crazy. For the first time since... The infamous 2004. I promise story time with Uncle Patrick, which will happen in about 10 minutes, does not involved, involve the 2004 Yankee Red Sox series. That's I, fine. I promise. I can accept that. It's a great, great story. It is a great story. It's one of the best in baseball. 
oh, look at all those guys. They're hugging They're hugging Brian Cashman like it's no one's business. That's great. Uh, but I do want to talk about uh, last night's uh, wild card game, the National League. And, boy, is that not the best way you can start off the playoffs? It was great. I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. I don't even know where to start in this game. There's so much to get to. Um, I'd like to start with what on earth happened to the Cubs offense. Fair. Because the end of the regular season, they couldn't hit. They couldn't hit against the Brewers in game 163, and then they couldn't hit against the Rockies in the wildcard game. I will say this. I do not have an answer for the first of the end of the season or the Brewers in 163, but I will say this. Kyle Freeland was amazing last night. He was very good. He was absolutely fantastic, and that makes I think me the think. the stat was like the Rockies were 10-2 and two in his last 17 starts when he pitched or something like that, or 15-2, and two, something like that. Like, I actually want to say for the first nine innings, this game was about the Rockies, especially in Kyle Freeland. Kyle Freeland was so amazing last night that I say to myself, wow, what have we always said about the Rockies? I'm a Rocky fan on this show. I have been a honk my entire time on this show. I love Nolan Arenado. I think LeMahieu is pretty solid. I love Charlie Blackman. Uh, I was a Cargo fan for a while until he kind of dipped. Been a little anti-Trevor Story. Been high on David Dahl. But I've been a huge rank, a huge Rockies fan. I almost said Rankies, which would be weird. Uh, I'm a huge Rockies fan. A little bit of a Freudian slip there, huh? But the only I'm a huge thing, Yankee fan, your whole life. The only thing they haven't had is a starter. I know. And Kyle Freeland looked like an ace last but night. But is it weird that I don't trust it? Like he's. Why been, don't you trust it? Well, because he. You know, I don't know. I think it's because in my head, I don't think he's an ace. But if you look at the last three months of the season, he has totally been an ace. Yeah. So why can't I get it over my or through my head? I don't know. But yeah, maybe you're right. I think Kyle Freeland was, you see his pickoff move? Yep. His pickoff move is the best I've seen since Andy Pettit. He's got great movement on his cutter and stuff. That He was constantly just like <sighs> dotting the corner with the ball that was just barely tweaking over the plate. I think I saw something since the All-Star break. He's 9-1, and one, which is the most wins since the All-Star break. And I think his ERA was 2-4-7, something like that, which is the best since the All-Star break. And coincidentally, Chris Davis's batting average as well yep uh uh kyle freeland i think these rockies might have somebody however once baez once javi baez tied the game it became a cub story i thought in the beginning it was a rocky story you're right but i think once baez knocked that double and they pulled Rizzo and brought that gore kid in who we'll never see again we will never see that guy again that's not true he was on the uh, Royals World Series winning team. Really? I think so. He's a, You're not just thinking of like Gerard Dyson? No, I saw they they showed the highlight earlier of the Royals beating the A's in the wild card game. And he was and on that Gore team. Gore was running on to get Chase Salvi Perez. For the record, they that, lost. They, I was that gonna year. say, was that the year they lost? Yes. That's the year they lost. But he still might have been on that team. He's he is solely a late season ad for stolen bases. Either way, once You knew he was stealing and they didn't even throw. Once Javi hit that double, then it became a Cubs game. And, and it became the Rockies holding off the Cubs. Didn't you think from inning three that the Cubs were going to tie the game at some point? Once the Rockies 
because that first inning they were just hitting Lester and it was working, and then Lester turned into playoff Lester that we all know. Excuse Oof. me. And he had so many great moments last night. And once that happened, I went, the Cubs are tying this game. I don't know if they're going to win, but they're tying this game. I didn't know if I necessarily thought they would, but then, boy, the crowd made me feel like they would. Yeah. Like, do you want to play in Wrigley in a one game? No, 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 no. Well, and then, well, I have two thoughts about that. So then they, they pinch hit Gore or pinch run Gore for who was Rizzo. it? Rizzo. Rizzo. Who they could I mean, use the rest of the game. Yeah, um, right. That's a big choice to pull but Rizzo. But you can't really fault it because it got them the tie game because he Rizzo wouldn't have stolen second, and he wouldn't have scored on the on the Baez hit. Right. So it tied them the game in the first place. But the second he got on, you knew second was stolen. You knew it. You knew it. Yeah, yeah. It Without was, it was over. And, and, and you said it best. The Rockies didn't even throw. They didn't throw. So he's on second, and Baez, who has been their MVP and is, I mean. I he, still think Rizzo's their MVP. Well, this Bias year has had the better season this year bias has been their mvp and rizzo pumps that team and he will finish second in mvp voting although some people still think he will win the mvp in the national league that should be christian yelich though but um anyway i digress that he comes up and you go he's gonna get the tying hit here or he's gonna hit a two-run bomb that's what i thought he got the tying hit everyone was pumped up crowd was crazy great hit but when the rockies got out of that inning i went here we go because if the Cubs had scored again, the game was over. Over, without a doubt. That was the momentum shift they would have needed. But tied one-one, it was what the was it this? It was the eighth inning because it, it was against Adovino. Yep. It was the eighth. And you go, I think they're going extra innings. I thought that because the 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 bats had been so bad for the whole game. They mm-hmm. really just no, no one showed up to hit that game at all. And it took freaking Tony Walters, the backup catcher, to get the, the third catcher in the game. Yeah. He was there. He's the their backup. Butera was third string, but they brought him in for whatever reason. But for, yeah. Um, either way, it took him getting a single with two outs to win the game. The offense was atrocious, but I knew it was going to extra innings at that point. And at that point, it was anybody's game. Mm-hmm. You know, generally extra innings, the home team has a better chance, walk-offs, all that kind of stuff. But that could also be a negative, too, because you just try to hit a dinger. All you're trying to do is hit a solo home run to win the game. And, and I think that's I think that's where the Cubs failed themselves. I think they spent the whole time. You watch Javi Baez, you know, in those later at-bats, Chris Bryant, you know, uh, 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 Contreras. Like, those guys, all they wanted to do was hit a dinger. And I think... And you saw the swings to prove it. Yep, and you saw the swings. Just so much force. And and I don't blame them. You're trying to win the game. But I think that's why the Rockies ended up winning. Because when Tony Walters hit that base hit to knock in the game-winning run, there was two guys on. Well, there was two outs with nobody on, and then it was single, single, single. Exactly. So there were guys on base. He didn't have to, to where even, even you know, with Gore on second and Baez at the dish, Baez, I would say in the eighth, is lucky he got a double because he was swinging for the fences. Well, and, and this to where is, in that situation, you should just be trying to knock a guy in, at least tie the ball game. But that goes against everything that's in like your head as a baseball player. No, I, no, I think it's discipline. I think it's my biggest knock on Javi Baez. I like Javi Baez a lot, a lot. And he gets a free pass because he grew up with Frankie Lindor. So for me, he gets a free pass. But my biggest knock on Javi Baez is he's not patient enough. Okay, well, this is what I tweeted last night, too. And this uh, it does have to do with Baez because he did hit in the last inning. Who was who were the last three outs? It was Gore, 
because he had pinch hit for right. or pinch for run Rizzo. for Rizzo. Baez and Almora were the last three outs, mm-hmm. correct? And Almora was what two for four? Yeah, and he had scored a run. Yep. No, Gore scored a run. It was one one. Right? Oh right, 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 right. Um, this was my tweet verbatim. Those were some all caps stress swings that inning from the Cubs. Gore, who they kept flashing the stat, has more stolen bases than plate appearances. On three two, he has one career hit. Yeah, he was he's one for like twenty seven or something. Um, on three two, the broadcast said it. We all knew it. He wasn't throwing a strike. You knew he wasn't going to throw a strike. Wasn't. No, it was the it was a great two zero oh and two pitch that he threw. It was a slider in the dirt, and Gore swung at it and knew the second he swung at it that he wasn't going to hit it. Yep. Stress swing. Baez went up there hacking for a home run, missed everything by a mile, and then Almora had a decent at bat. Actually, I don't know if he did. He got to two strikes. I can't remember the, the exact at bat. He got to two strikes, and his third swing was a terrible pitch that he swung at a ball in the dirt. They were so stressed about that game because they were down a run. There was I, I don't blame him. It's a super stressful situation, but I think it showed a little bit of maybe it was the youth that was up to the bat in that inning. Maybe if Rizzo comes up, it's a little bit different. Um, granted, that team is very young. Schwarber's also out. At well, that yeah, point. they don't. They had pinch hit him. Maybe if Hayward comes up, he's a little bit different. But Hayward also, in stressful uh, situations, doesn't seem to have good at bats. Hayward's been rough, but he's been good this year. But in that game, in his his two at bats, I think it was he was not great, um, and he struck out with the bases loaded, if I remember correctly. But uh, God, there's so much in that game yesterday. I know. We don't have I know. Time for it. I know. And I'll end on this just to get off the clock. I I really I really wanted to present this, but we just couldn't help but go down because. That's just kind of how the game happened. But I don't want to sound, you know, like coach speak or anything, but the Rockies were the better team last night. They were. Um, They were. They were. And we sit here because the Cubs are a bigger market and because they are a former champ within the last two, three years. And we sit here and say, why the Cubs fail? Why the Cubs fail? Blah, 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 blah. And they had a lot of problems. But I just want to make sure people understand this Rocky team. I don't like them against the Brewers, so this is not helping my argument. But this Rocky team is legit. And they've been fighting for years and years and years to try to get to this point, And they've finally done it. And I like this Rocky team. I, I'm going to – I know we have to break. I'm going to end on this. I think the Cubs were the better team last night. I do. I think the, Fair. I think the Cubs had a multitude of chances to win that game, and they didn't. The Rockies – after the first inning, they were not on base for like seven straight innings. The Cubs let chance after chance slip away. Now, in the extra innings, I think the Rockies had some better opportunities. But in general, I think the Cubs were the better team. But, I mean, extra innings, the Rockies deserve to win. They won that game fair and square. I'll tease this. At uh, the end of the season, we'll have Big John Sukanik on the show, as we always do, to wrap up the season. And I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll spend a little segment on the Cubs and how they finished their season because they were definitely – uh, poised to make another run to the World Series. When we come back, story time with Uncle Patrick, playoff edition. So uh, we're going to do this throughout the rest of the playoffs where we're just going to do some uh, fun, great stories about Major League Baseball and the playoffs. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. It's time to take a trip down memory lane. This is Storytime with Uncle Patrick, a look back on some of the most unusual events around America's pastime. In the bottom of the 10th, when Bill Mazeroski slammed the four-bagger to end the game and the series with victory for the Pirates. Beat revenge. 
a Cinderella story of baseball, and the hometown fans went berserk with joy. And forgotten stories from the major leagues. And that's the story of Mike Matheny and the bird poop. Gather round, folks. It's story time with Uncle Patrick on 1080 The Fan. This is story time with Uncle Patrick. One of my favorite things we've, I've, I was about to say we've ever created, but I decided that uh, I was going to do it. So I guess it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. You hear that? Me. This is about me. (laughs) Not really. I'm just trying to make things fun. Uh, for story time this week, uh, we just I, I, I wanted to kind of do uh, like because we're in the playoffs, I wanted to kind of talk about some of the great playoff moments in history. Uh, when you hear the open, it talks about Mazeroski, and I'm actually going to mention Mazeroski today. It's not the story, but um, I want to just kind of talk about some fun playoff moments. And because it's the first one, I want to talk about one of the, you know, one of the coolest moments in the history of World Series slash playoff slash baseball period. Uh, In 1993, the Toronto Blue Jays, you are familiar with them. They were your 1992 World Series champions. I am familiar with the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays won in 92. In 93, they reached the World Series again, facing the Philadelphia Phillies. It is game six. The Blue Jays are leading three games to two. And it comes to the bottom of the ninth inning. The Blue Jays are losing six to five, but they have a couple dudes on base. I don't know if you've heard of these dudes. Ricky Henderson, Paul Molitor. What? Rest in peace, Paul Molitor. He's not dead. Well, I know, but he doesn't have a job. He's not dead. But he doesn't have a job. Well, yes, he does. No. Yeah, they're keeping him on in the organization. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what a nice way to say you sucked, but we'll keep you around. But we love you. Yeah. Uh, So Ricky Henderson and Paul Molitor are on base. There's a 2-2 count. And Mitch Williams, the uh, pitcher for the Phillies, uh, throws a pitch to a man named Joe Carter, who had previously been 0-4 in his career against Mitch Williams. And Joe Carter swings and uh joe you got that beautiful bean footage joe carter's mitch williams pitches this ball and this is what happens two balls and two strikes on it here's the pitch on the way a swing and a belt left field way back blue jays win it the blue jays are world series champions as joe carter hits a three-run home run in the ninth inning and the blue jays have repeated as world series champions touch them all joe you'll never hit a bigger home run in your life uh so that's the call by tom cheek the blue jays radio broadcaster it's one of the greatest calls of all time like this is not where i'm going with this but is that not one of the greatest calls you've ever heard it's great Great because joe's jumping up and down you know, he's not really running. He's, like, jumping up and down. He looks right. really awkward. It's like he's hurtling Yeah, or yeah, he's, like, hurtling, and it's like, hey, it's almost like it's almost like Cheek is saying, hey, make sure you touch those bases, dude, because you look really awkward right now. <laughs> just touch them all, otherwise they're not going to count it. Please uh, touch, just touch them And all. so that's, that's what happens. Now, there's a lot of other things that go on with this that is really exciting. Um, Joe Carter becomes only the second player to ever – end a world series on a walk-off home run the first being as i mentioned before 
Bill Mazeroski with the Pittsburgh Pirates in 1960. Um, so that's really rad. Uh, where, where else am I going with this? Where else am I going with this? So Joe Carter becomes a free agent in 97. All right. So the Yanks or sorry, the Blue Jays have won this World Series. Joe Carter in 97 becomes a free agent, plays for the Baltimore Orioles. Later on, he plays for the San Francisco Giants. But while he's doing that, he runs into this guy who creates uh what's his name what's his name i gotta find it i gotta find it. i gotta find it leads uh blah 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 blah. he finds this guy named sam finds this guy who creates this thing called sam bat and it's a baseball bat manufactured with maple okay okay so this is a bat he uses it in a game and it's unsanctioned by major league baseball at the time Okay. And he uses it because it's maple, so it's a little heavier. He's able to hit more home runs. Well, it later becomes okay. And then while he was with the Giants in the 97 series, he tells some slugger for the San Francisco Giants about this maple bat. And in the 2001 series, that slugger hit 73 home runs using the Sam bat creating the new single season home run record at 73 in that man's Barry Bonds. Oh, so what you're saying is it's the maple bat, not the gigantic amounts of steroids that gave Barry Bonds a 73 home no, runs. No, I would say that had Joe Carter never hit the game-winning home run in the 93 World Series, then we would never have to deal with the giant head and forearms of Barry Bonds. That's a stretch, but I'll it's go with you. It's not a stretch. I'll go with you on this one, but... Once a steroid user, always a steroid user. I'm not sure that's changing. Uh, this Sambat is what it's called. Okay. It's called a Sambat. S-A-M-B-A-T. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't explain it very well. But the Sambat has been so prominent that uh, it is now used by a bunch of people. And you're going to love this because I feel like all these dudes are kind of like questionable. <laughs> these guys that have used this bat, Ryan Braun. Okay. Miguel Cabrera. Okay. Yoannis Cespedes, mm-hmm. Dustin Pedroia, hmm. Troy Tulowitzki, and Chase Utley. All right. All right. I mean, not all questionable, but yeah, some of them are. Yeah. Who would have thought that just that touch them all, Joe? That is pretty great. Launched a bunch of you other were, stuff. You were looking at the story before the show, and you started reacting like you had just gotten the biggest prize of your life. Yeah, I was like, Because you thought we were just going to talk about the home run, and then you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Holy goodness. Holy goodness. Other stuff has happened. His name is Sam Holman, and his head he uh, created this bat in Canada. That was why Joe Carter used it. When he went to the Orioles, he used this bat unsanctioned because he was giving love to Canada. Mm, I got you. That's even cooler. Yeah, that even adds another little layer of depth to it that I like. It's in Carlton Place in Canada. That's where it the, just says Carlton Place, Canada. That's where the bat is from? Yeah. Can I not get like a province or something? It just says Carlton Place, Canada. Is that the name of a city? Carlton Place? I don't know. I'm going to click it and see. It's in Ontario. West of downtown Ottawa. It is a place. It is a real place. It looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. So for story time, touch oh, them yeah. all, Joe. That's in the middle of nowhere. Touch them all. You'll never hit a bigger home run. 
in your life. And more importantly, the Blue Jays have never done anything since then. That is true. The call not just for Joe Carter, but maybe for the Blue Jays franchise. Deep You'll never mind. hit a, a bigger home run in your life. And it wasn't Joe's life. It was everyone's life. Well, Blue Jays' life. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan, After Dark. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.